Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me this morning, waking me up, and giving me the activities of my limbs. I also want to say I don't know what happened earlier, but for some reason, Miss Joanne Green and I did a whole hour of talking, and as we talked, couldn't nobody hear what we had to say. So, therefore, because this is such an important topic, I wanted to make sure that this information was put out there, shared, as I know that a lot of individuals are going through a lot of different things, especially as it relates to this particular topic. Now, with that being said, when it comes to seeking revenge, is it a learned behavior? When one does another wrong, who should declare the consequences? Today, it appears that we have become our own judge, jury, and executioner. That is not to say that one should not be held accountable for one's action. However, is it the action or how one feels emotionally about the action? Is that a factor in determining one's fate? Question is, what does the Bible say about vengeance? So let's talk about it. Now, I have callers on the line. Let me log them on so we can get started with this topic. Good evening. This is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments, number ending in 03. How are you doing? Hey, Jeanette. It's Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. I just hate, we shared and we talked about so much good stuff. I hope we can remember some of the stuff that we talked about. So (laughs) Maybe it was just for us. You know what? I don't know what happened because the, the speaker, everything is in, is still on blue. A whole show? I'm like, for real, for real? Mm-hmm. That made absolutely mm-hmm. no sense. Okay, let me log on the other mm-hmm. caller. Um, good evening. This is Jeanette. Welcome to Precious Predicaments. Number ended in 2-2. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Okay, Joanne, what was you saying? Are you ready to say? Oh, I was just saying earlier we did that whole hour show with, you know, maybe that was meant for me and you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we kind of just have to remember some of the things that we we talked about because, um, Uh like I said, when you're talking about vengeance and seeking revenge, Mm -hmm. it's one of those topics Mm -hmm. that we were talking about in regards to what's happening in the city of Compton, in regards to... Wait a minute. I'm looking at Tony. Tony looking in the kitchen looking for some food. And I already told him I was hungry. When you find something, you let me know. <laughs> he looking like, you ain't got no food up in here. I told him I was already hungry. So, but when we're talking about um, revenge and seeking revenge and retaliation, mm-hmm. and one of the things that came to my mind when it came to that time. Y'all need it. A Hershey? Oh, God. Okay, girl, he gonna find a Hershey's. It got almonds. Oh. oh, okay. All right, so when it comes to revenge and what's going on, like I said, in the city of Compton, many individuals are up in arms when it comes to their emotions, whether they're dealing with anger, whether they're dealing with um, resentment. And a lot of it, you know, we've heard about defunding the police. We've heard about some of the things that's been happening. But when those two cops were shot, and what got me and what we were talking about earlier was the fact that individuals were showing up at the hospital protesting. And the things that they were saying was just like, I was like, wow, for real? You know, I hope they die. I hope they, 
you know, but my thing is what gives the person the right to even do something like that? And one of the things that I saw and someone had posted on Facebook in regards to that, and they had a individual and he said, as a local activist condemned the actions of a group of protesters who shouted, we hope they die. After the two deputies were ambushed and shot in Compton over the weekend, they don't represent our community, our movement, our struggles for justice. They represent the worst in humanity. They are an embarrassment, and they should be ashamed of themselves. Now, that's not just a path judgment, but when, that night when they showed up at the hospital, I was listening or watching them on Facebook Live, and just the whole just like, wow, for real? That's not a way to get your point across. That's not a way to seek vengeance against someone. Because like you and I were saying, those are somebody's mothers, kids, you know. And, and it's like, would you feel that way if one of your loved ones? And it doesn't mean that a person is is in favor of police brutality, because we do need to respect individuals. But do the punishment fit the crime? Now, Joanne, what is your take on that when we talk about just vengeance or one seeking vengeance? Um, I, we were speaking earlier, you know, uh, I was saying that according to the word, and I am a, a Bible believer, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Um, and I know that we want to take things into our own hands a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Something happens to us or our loved ones or close friends, we want to retaliate. We want to get revenge. <laughs> we want to get back at them. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to get them. And, you know, I was joking earlier uh, using the words of Medea, ooh, I want to get them. <laughs> you know, you want to get them. <laughs> That's true. That's that flesh. That flesh gets angry and it rises up, and that's the first response you want to get revenge, you want to get back. But I was encouraging now, me and you, encouraging ourselves to take a moment to breathe, to think, to listen, and don't react so quickly mm-hmm. to these situations because, you know, it could end up worse than, you know, what you were expecting. When you're really angry and you act on anger, it's like, I didn't mean to kill him. <laughs> no, I, you I, said, I didn't him. mean to kill but, him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to kill him. You now, know, when we talk but about that's what happens. Mm-hmm. When we you talk know, about right? Word, that happens sometimes. Correct. When we talk about the word vengeance, it's a punishment inflicted by retribution extracted from an injury or wrong. And we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier how is it a learned behavior. I know as a kid, if you go to your parent and say, so-and-so hit me, the first thing they say is, hit them back. So, you know, my mm-hmm. parents don't have to say, you kill my dog, I kill your cat. But by that same token, mm-hmm. when did you get to a, a point in your life where you realize you can't just go around sure? just because somebody did something to you that you're supposed to just mm-hmm. automatically do something back. And that's when we're talking about the Medea. In the um mm-hmm. in the movies, in uh, we talk about the one the way with the, that scene with her with um, Doctor Phil and Doctor Phil, she was saying, mm-hmm. "Somebody get me, I gotta get him back." And he's like, mm-hmm. "Go back to the And he's like, "Then I gotta get my gas." You know, and that's the problem. <laughs> a lot of times, individuals mm-hmm. will go get weapons. They'll go, 
you know, do a lot of things because they're so quick to inflict vengeance mm-hmm. or revenge on revenge on someone else. Now, Michelle, what do you want to exactly. add to this topic as we're talking about this? Well, um, you you know what I've gone through, and vengeance is yeah. I mean, reacting, of course, doesn't turn out the way usually turn out the way you want it to be because you reacted. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you have to take the deep breath and not react. And I've learned that. It's taken me a little while, but I still have my moments mm-hmm. like Medea. Okay, mm-hmm. so I do. I do like Medea, and um, yes, I think yeah. that she's right on. But um, <laughs> you know, I know that you gotta, you know, like I have something going on now that I just have to take a deep breath and say, okay, you know. And when you mentioned about the kid coming home and say so and so hit me at school and you say hit him back. Well, I've learned that you that's not the best answer. You should say, Okay, well why did they hit you? Mhm. You know, try to then ask why they hit you. And then if they say, Oh, because of this okay, okay, well, you know, so you're supposed to go tell someone. Now when it comes to because they're gonna both get in trouble if they hit each other. So mm-hmm. they're both they should. they should. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they should. And I've had that happen with my siblings now, but I probably wouldn't tell my son or child to hit the child hit the child back at school because I know they're going to get much in trouble. Now here, if my daughter's picking on my her brother, and I say he smacks you, I'm not going to get. You know what? You're going to be you're not going to be happy. And, and you know what? Then you're both going to be in timeout. And you know what? So. Take a deep breath. And I had to do that with my daughter today, actually. She's been having some meltdowns, and I don't know what's going on, but she, um, and she, of course, they didn't want her to, she didn't want them to call me. And uh, so I talked to her, and I got her to breathe and take some deep breaths and think about it before you say something. But, you know, unfortunately, she has some disabilities, and she repeats things, what people say. So, you know, she was copying some other kids. But, you know, mm-hmm. vengeance as far as, you know, there's, as you know, Jeanette, there's several people that I could say, you know what, but I look at it like this. I, w- I got angry at the time, and I probably, sh- I, I know I shouldn't have reacted the way I did, and I did. And what's that saying? They say you can get more with honey than you can with. Yep. With, <laughs> what did I that is true. Okay, well, and well, I think it's, so my, but see, okay, well, one of the things you guys are taking me to. Gotcha. One of the things you guys think my vinegar is gone, and my honey is here. And let me tell you, I'm gonna pour the honey on so thick, they're gonna be like, "This is too sweet." And I'm gonna say, "Yeah, it's gonna feel like crap when it's done." Well, and what you guys are taking it to is it's like drawing a line between being or taking being vengeful versus defending yourself. Um, Last. Saturday, Ryder and I was walking down the street because one of the neighbors was giving a party for a kid, and they had ponies and stuff like that. And as Ryder and I were walking down the street, the lady saw us, and she was like, well, where's your guys' mask at? So we went, and, you know, she was like, well, you can come down the street. And I said, I was going to show him the pony. And it was funny because Ryder had the opportunity to be at a birthday party with a bunch of Compton kids. Now, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know if Ryder going to be able to, to hold his own on this one. But when Ryder was playing and them kids was roughing, getting rough, Ryder got rough too. 
you know, he didn't come run, Granny, Granny. Ryder was like, if this is what I got to deal with, this is what I got to deal with. And part of it was Girl, no, I was like, oh, we, girl, the party we was at, I was going to go to the party. You know, when we start talking about emotional competency, because a lot of times... So, can I ask you a question, Jeanette? You said yeah. something about the lady asked you about the mask. So what did you say to her because you didn't have your mask on? What did you well, say to her? Well, because Ryder and I was going for a walk, and I literally forgot my mask. I did. So we was walking around Most the neighborhood, and I was walking down the street to... Correct. I was going for a walk. I forgot my mask, and I was trying to show Ryder the horses, the ponies, down the street. So the lady was driving down the street, and she saw us walking down the street, and right. she said, well, where's oh, your mask? Oh, she was driving. Yeah, she was driving. She was driving. I saw you. Yeah, I, I was walking down the street. Yeah. She was like, well, you guys can come to the party. So she invited us to the birthday party. And Ryder had a right. good time. It was a, it was a, a lot of kids. And I had teacher laugh, and I said, as long as I've been in Compton, at this party, I didn't know not one person. I mean, not one person did I know. Did they and all uh, have masks was people on? from all over the place at that birthday party. <laughs> so I was did like, they okay. They all had their masks on? No, me and Ryder was the only one with masks on. <laughs> Just Where? me and Ryder. Well, see, y'all the only okay. color? <laughs> no, they were all African-Americans. But it was one of those parties that I'm not trying to put nobody on blast, but when you got a kid's uh-huh. birthday party and you got one of those machines where it's a, a money machine and you got $20 bills blowing up in the air and the kids catching the money and you got things uh-huh. that most kids don't have at birthday parties, it was it was one of those kind of parties. And I didn't realize well, it was one of those kind of parties. I said, I ain't never well, seen a money machine at like a kid's it. birthday party. Okay, we have ice cream. That is a lot. If we all can stay outside, that was an expensive party. Yeah. It was expensive. Yeah, it was so they had horses, ponies. We're not having no ponies. We're not having none of that. Girl, they, girl, wait a minute. They had, they had a ghetto, fabulous birthday party. (laughs) I ain't never, I told, I told Tisha, I was taking pictures and stuff. I was like, Tisha, uh. I don't know if me and Ryder really need to be down the street because I don't know if they're being filmed, recorded. I, I don't know none of these people, but it, it was when that when twenty dollar bills got the blowing up in the air. I'm like, what kind of party is this for a four a five year old? So they're doing were they twenty dollar bills really? Yeah, it was twenty dollar bills. You get in the money machine. Dollar, they had no, a money machine. You go in there and the money was floating. Yeah, it was it was. It yeah, that don't sound like a kid party, but it didn't it sound like a kid party, party. But it was a bunch of kids. It was a bunch of kids there, but it it was it was real um real interesting, very interesting. Well, that's but, but well. When we start talking about emotions and vengeance being an emotion. We talk about emotional competency. Revenge mm-hmm. meaning the passion for revenge is strong and sometimes almost overwhelming. Even though the revenge can be primitive, destructive, and violent response to anger, injury, or humiliation, it is a misguided attempt to transform, sometimes shame, into pride. So a lot of times mm-hmm. when we start talking about vengeance, and we want to know if vengeance is bad, but it inherently it can be unhealthy because it can take a psychological uh-huh. and physical toll on the person. Vending those feelings of anger and hostility doesn't decrease those feelings, but it gives you that cathartic feeling, but it doesn't last long. Revenge on an endless cycle of retribution. 
So if you go seek uh-huh. vengeance on one person, what's going to happen when the vengeance come back on you? And we can go and talking about to also what the Bible says about vengeance. And is it really worth it? You know, Joanne, you and I were talking about that earlier in regards to is it really worth it? And sometimes at the time people think that they, you know, it's going to make them feel better. And that's not always the case. Because when we start talking right. about even in science, a recent psychology study was published in a journal of personality and social psychology, and they suggest that getting revenge actually does make you a lot happier. worth noting, but it still doesn't necessarily mean that it's the right move to make. What do you think about that, Joanne? <laughs> so when we were talking about it earlier, I'm driving now, but I have some ladies in the car with me, so they're listening in, and they may have comments to add, Jeanette. Um, okay, that's fine. I have, Marie, I have Maria, Tammy, and LaGuardia. Okay. And they're all listening in. But one thing we talked about earlier is um, vindication and vengeance. It is God's prerogative, Okay from a Christian perspective, um, it cannot be exaggerated how much God hates our trying to do his work when it comes to vengeance or vindication. Whether it be vengeance or vindication, either is solely the Lord's sovereign right. He does not like it when you or I try to punish someone to vindicate ourselves, making ourselves look good, or cleaning our own names. I'm sorry, clearing our own names. This mm-hmm. is God's business, and that's what I was pointing out earlier that, um, you know, we want to get them, but if we stand on the word of God, you know, we try hard to do that. Correct. But Correct. we have to allow God to be God mm-hmm. and trust that he can handle it better than we can. And Correct. the reference scripture is the reference scripture is Romans 8 and 28. It's one of the most precious promises in Scripture. It can refer to when we were wrong or messed up, or even when we were right but not affirmed. In God's time, all things work together for good. So we have to trust and believe that whatever the enemy meant for bad, you know, God will will work it out to the good. And nobody can get better revenge than God. I mean, we could do it and we'll feel good, you know, for the moment. But, you know, what's in your heart? What's your motive? We were talking about Mm -hmm. that. Uh Uh-huh. I want to hear somebody's perspective on this. I um, have a friend, and I always try to tell her this very thing, vengeance is the Lord. But here's what she said to me one day, and I was just, like, in shock. I couldn't believe it came out of her mouth. Um. She always tries to make it a point. If somebody does something to her that is in a negative or in a derogatory way, she makes it her mission to make sure they pay for what they did to her. Oh, wow. And she will go the extra mile to try to either get them fired or to try to get them reprimanded or Uh try to shame them. And I tell her, you know what, that's not right. I said, you need to, you know, fall back on that kind of stuff. You have to let the Lord handle these people if they're doing you wrong. And she always says, 
you know what? I do enough good that the Lord will forgive me. Oh, wow. Okay. I said, well, you you doing, doing and that's a cop-out. That, that's said, a cop-out because, that? correct, that's, that's definitely a cop-out because if you got feel that you got the, the ability to take it out on other people, what they you felt they did to you, and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier in regards to is it what the person did or is it how you felt when they did what they did and you want to punish them? Because right now, I think Tony needs to be punished. Tony would have got a candy bar out of the refrigerator and ate it in front of me knowing I'm hungry. <laughs> Are you wrong for that? It was about But the thing is, when we start talking about individuals are motivated to seek revenge, to harm someone wow. or harm them, when they feel attacked, mistreated, or socially rejected. But getting an eye for an eye, we talk about the Old Testament style, it's thought to bring a sense of catharsis and closure, but it really don't give you closure. Because there's a growing body of research that suggests that it's the opposite effect. Now, what you're talking about, the lady that tried to get people fired, even if she was the boss, even if she was the supervisor, she's going about it the wrong way because she's messing with people's livelihood. And just because you're doing all of this, what's going to happen when it doesn't Thank you. Your house ain't, you know, you got to get the smut out your eye. You can't be going to talk about what somebody else did. Yeah. Because it's like a parent uh-huh. that comes telling all the time, and they'll say, what did you do? She's not so that's a reprimanded in some way. That's wow. true. That is true. She's, and then it's she's not satisfied. 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 Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, when we talk about that and talking about not only vengeance and revenge, one of the questions that comes up is, why is revenge not just justified? Because individuals feel like if you do something to me, I should be able to do something back. And that's not always the case. It's kind of like people hardly ever go after the person that actually committed the act. In most cases, they go after other innocent people. Getting back to, like, the situation right. with those police officers, and they were talking about defunding the police and police officers doing this to people, but you didn't get the officer that you didn't say that this particular officer did it. You know, we put people in categories. What was yeah, you saying, categorizing right. people, and you shouldn't categorize people because Correct. everybody you shouldn't categorize. That's true. That is true. Because some people but feel justified you know in going after people. Right. What the would you say, Michelle? What I started to say was, okay, like my, my kids that are disabled, they categorize because of something that happened, just like a lot of other people do, with the police, and they made a mistake. But it's, it's, it traumatized my daughter enough that any time she sees a police officer or a car, mm-hmm. then it brings back that trigger of that mistake they made. And she's like, no, get the man away from me. Get the man away from me. Get the man away from me. And so because she doesn't know intellectually to decipher this policeman is nice and that one wasn't nice. That doesn't Correct. That just, you know, I, I try to explain to her, not all of them are mean, okay? Not all right. of them are mean. And it, it's the same with everybody. Not I believe it. What was you going to say, Maria? No, that was it. Was Joanne? I was waiting until she finished her comment. Okay. 
All right, Joanne. I'm just saying all that. That's all. Go ahead. So she can, that's fine. Go ahead and have Joanne talk. Okay, Joanne, what were you going to say? I was just just touching on what Karen was saying. Her her child just looks at policemen like they're all the same because of what's going on, and that's not the case. Uh, Jeanette, you and I touched on that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody in the uniform is not bad. Correct. But because of all the publicity, you know, you would think that people are thinking, you know, we got to reform the cop, you know, we got to do this and that. And actually, you do. It do need to be done because mm-hmm. of those bad apples. And Correct. We, it went all the way back to those individuals, you know, is it because of their upbringing? their environment mm-hmm. that they were raised in, that it's a learned behavior, mm-hmm. and they just happen to be in that job, whatever job it is. I was saying in my job, the medical billing, and your work, Jeanette, there's always a bad person. Mm-hmm. And it's, they're rooted. It's in their heart. That's in their character. That's who they are. But they get in that position, then it gives a bad name for the entire, you know, Department for the whole like your kids think all cops are bad. Correct. Now, in principle, just because someone did something bad to someone else is not a reason for someone else to do something bad to them or the group or Uh who they represent. Because doing something for revenge or to get even just makes more bad things happen. Even though sometimes we Mm -hmm. try to justify it. But just because we justify it doesn't make it right because more individuals right. can get hurt. Now, I'm looking at some information, and it talks about the best revenge for someone who hurt you. Don't get mad. Forces beyond you can control or take away you can possess except one thing, your freedom to choose. You will respond differently to the situation. Like I tell people, when I was younger, and people would say, oh, Jeanette, they did this to your sister. I run out here like a chick with my head cut off. I'm fighting. I'm doing all of this. They try to help fight my, for my family. Then I got older. I said, oh, I'm not going to jail for them. I'm not, my freedom is more important. I'm not going to try to seek revenge or punish some, somebody for something because the punishment is not going to commit the crime. And I cannot be the nope. judge, the jury, and the executioner because then Absolutely. I would have to be held accountable for my actions. So we also mm-hmm. have to consider what you feel about another individual, what you think or say about the other individual, and what you do to another person. And don't do things because you say somebody hurt you. That is a feeling. That is emotion. That too shall pass. But if you go out and rightfully do something wrong to somebody else, you did that intentionally. Now, when we start talking about biblical in regards to what does the Bible say in regards to um, vengeance? Where's Miss Tammy at? Because you said Miss Tammy is with you, right, Joanne? She just stepped out of the car. She went to okay. the ATM, but yes, she is. Uh-huh. Okay. So, Joanne, I know we, we um, was touching on this, and you said earlier you're not going to say you're no biblical scholar, but... What is your take on that? Because we talked about that a little bit in regards to Romans, and we brought uh-huh. that up. And in Romans twelve nineteen, it says, "Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath." 
for it is written, uh-huh. it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. And a lot of times we think yes. God is taking too long. We want it done now. You know, we want you to feel the right. pain now because I'm hurt, so you go hurt. Let's talk about uh-huh. that a little bit, Joanne. Well, um, like we were saying earlier, we are humans and we're emotional. We were talking about our feelings, Jeanette, and how we feel. We always say how I feel. It made mm-hmm. me mad. It made me angry. And we quickly react to our emotions. So, but I've got Tammy, Maria, and my niece in here. Let me see what they think on that. Tammy, about um, vengeance is mine, says Lord. What's your, what were you asking, Jeanette, your take on vengeance? Well, I want to know your take on that because if we have to basically but leave room for God's wrath, sometimes we don't know what God's wrath may be for them. We don't know what they're going to do. We were talking earlier about my ex-mother-in-law. She used to say, baby, let them live. And I used to be like, why am I supposed to let them live? They did this to me. They done pissed me off. They done... But see, the longer mm-hmm. they live, the more they're going to suffer because you don't know what they're going through. You have no uh-huh. idea. And sometimes going after another person, hurting another person, you may have done them a favor. We were talking about earlier, Joanne, and I was talking about my father and the way I was raised and the way things, you know, growing up. And when my father was mm-hmm. murdered, most people would be like, they killed my father and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I felt sorry for the man that killed my father. Yeah. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be flying out there and messing with them folks. I didn't even want nobody to even know I was even in town. I got my butt in right. and got my butt out. I didn't want to have nothing to do with that. Because first of all, I didn't know exactly. what he was and I didn't even want people to even know I knew him. So when we start right. talking about these things, we got to be careful with that when we're trying to go seek vengeance on what somebody else did to somebody else. Exactly. We got two comments back here, Tammy and then LaGuardia. Yeah. Hey, Jeanette. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm hungry. <laughs> Oh, I, I should have known that. But anyway, I was just going to say, you know, when God says vengeance is his, he's just tell, let, telling us, let him handle it. And um, that's because he can do whatever he wants. Who's going to punish him? Nobody. Mm-hmm. He can do what he wants. Now, if we do something and we try to take vengeance out on somebody, we can get killed. We can go to jail. We'll get punished okay. for pu- trying to punish. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know what? That's a good one. Vengeance. You're going to get punished yeah. for trying to punish. Just like when, I, when you yeah, said that, these cops didn't even die, and this person going to get punished for trying to punish somebody else. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's why he's telling us vengeance is his. And if we're believers, we just need to trust him and let him know whatever punishment that he's going to give is going to be a just punishment. It's going to be it's going to be the type of punishment that they need. It's going to be what he feels they deserve because we can't we can't say what someone deserves just because that's they do something to us. We can't say what they deserve. So that's why um, he said that. So we just want to. I keep biting my tongue. Uh, Got you. Because it says, I will repay. It was not for you to repay. I will repay. Wow. And then. Even though we get upset and mad and stuff, we still, you know, we just got to sit back, breathe, and be like, okay, you know what? 
Let me just sit back, you know, they don't, you know, forgive them, but they know not what they do, like Jesus said, you know. And that's the hard part. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's really hard to see that, but we just got to depend on God because ain't nobody getting away with nothing. Now, we know, I mean, I know I've done things that ain't got away with it. Uh-uh. You know, so we we going to get punished for the crime. It may, it may be today, it may be tomorrow, but it's going to happen. You know, Maria said, now, you Maria said, wait a minute, I'm still laughing about at Maria. Maria said, that's the hard part, meaning that part right there. Lord, how long are you going to take to get this person for what they did to me? But you know what? They probably did something to a whole lot of other people that they're going to be held accountable for their actions, Maria. So, you know what? God ain't forgot about it, okay? He ain't forgot about it. I know. And this is, and LaGuardia back here has comments, Jeanette. Okay. This is the Gordon. Go ahead, Nancy. You know, I just want to comment on um, what Cam said about, you know, uh, trying to punish and you're going to get punished. Because it is in the scripture, um, you know, you're not supposed to refuse um, the instructions of God. Um, uh-huh. That's in Proverbs 13 and 18. You need to receive your own instructions. That's how Amen. we get too far gone in other people's business. That's you good. You need to worry girl. about yourself and stop getting on everybody else's business. You're messing up your own righteousness. Oh. You're messing up your own way to get where you walk in straight. You're going sideways for somebody else's ignorance that they're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what that you only know a portion. See, God sees everything that person did. You only know what somebody told you that they had did and it said to you, but God knows everything that was said. And that's why he has the right to to give righteous judgment upon us because he knows both sides one hundred percent. Amen. And that's why he said, Don't worry about it, it's gonna be swift. When somebody do something to you, he's going to, and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and you're living a righteous life, what they're going to get is going to be swift. Amen. When you sitting there plotting and stuff, you don't even know. Somebody done took her rent check. <laughs> you know, you sitting over there trying to figure out what you're going to do to her, and she done got her card declined and couldn't get no food. You don't know what you already done did to her to start that process. Or him to start that process of getting him back already. Amen. He already, he already working as soon as it happens. Amen. Amen. And I have a a a, a thing to a, a caveat to back that up because it happened to me twice. Mm-hmm. I worked on a job. Oh. My coworker lied on me about something that happened in the job, and of course because she was a lighter skin than me, mm-hmm. they believed her and not me. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything about it. I talked to HR about it, and I let it go. But guess what? Not even a year later, that entire office was shut down. Uh-huh. Do you know mm-hmm. how bad slander is? All of them lost you their know, job. You know how bad slander is? See, vengeance can't come from slander because people slandering your name, talking about you, always have your name in their mouth. It's so severe of the slander that happened. There is multiple scriptures on just slander. Amen. Mm-hmm. Even against thy brother, Psalm 50 and 20. Come on, pray. You can eat. You that privately slandering folks. You still going to get in trouble. Amen. Because God knows. Pray against me if you want to. That's true. Get it. Well, you, you, what and they Jeanette, said, what God, that what they meant for evil, God could turn it into good. And you know I have a testimony they, about Peter that. Even when it comes to me to be in a business owner. Of another. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You don't see evil wanna, of nobody. That's true. You I want to speak in regards to Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul says in Romans chapter 12, Bless those who persecute you and bless those and do not curse. Do not repay anyone for evil, evil for evil. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is 
mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. And a lot of times, like you said, people want to take matters into their own hands. You want to do God's work. Uh-huh. You know, you feel it, uh-huh. and then you act, and you don't think about it. You don't think about the consequences of it. So we exactly. need to be mindful of that. And sometimes I say some people just don't know no better. You know, and especially if we do uh-huh. nothing with a child of God. Ladies, that excuse don't me. I'm sorry. I wanted to, this is Michelle. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I have to hang up, so I'm going to have to listen to the rest of the show later. My kids just got home. No All right, problem. I enjoyed you listening to the show. Thank you for calling okay. in, Michelle. Appreciate you. Thank you. Now, when we, when we talk about even in Hebrews 1030, and it says, for we know him who said, it is mine to avenge, I will repay at an end, the Lord will judge his people. So a lot of times we so quick to say what should happen to someone, we so quick to say or go run and get a gun or go try to make somebody lose their job, trying to hit people in their pocket, you know, and Joanne, you and I were talking about in regards to law enforcement and police brutality and even some of the families. And, no, there's not enough money that you can give a person to bring the, the, the deceased back. But, see, but they don't talk right. about that part. Because some of them families no. got millions of dollars for that, the incidents that occurred. Now, that's not uh-huh. enough. And no, no one can put a dollar amount on somebody's life. But by that same token, while people are out there hurting other people and spreading this hate, we need to be mindful and we need to be careful with, first of all, who we put our mouth on, and secondly, who we try to speak death upon, too. Amen. And, you know, Jeanette, we were talking about earlier, we have to let God be God. Everything the lady said was good. And it ended, It goes back to the bottom line. God makes the final judgment. Mm-hmm. If we allow Him to make, if we allow Him to handle it, He does it right. He He takes care of the person right where it hurts. Like she, the example she was given. You don't even know the full story. You know, I've heard it been said it's it's his story, your story, and then God's the, the truth. The truth mm-hmm. lies somewhere in between. But we don't know all the truth. We have to let God be God. And he will lay down the right judgment or the right punishment on You know what, that for some individual. reason you sounded kind of muffled. Can you oh, repeat I'm what you mine. just said? I don't know if that's Joanne or Maria talking. You guys sound so much alike. <laughs> it's Joanne. I was saying we have to let God be God. Okay, you can't let God God. be God. Okay, I don't know if it's the phone that you're on or what, but the sound is kind of bouncing bouncing around. So I don't know if it's on my end or... Okay. No, I think it's the area I'm in. Can you hear me okay? I'm in the car. I can hear you now. It sounds much clearer now. So when we start talking about... Got you. Uh-huh. Go so when we start talking about these things, and when we start talking about feelings and we start talking about emotions, and I know a lot of times people don't want to hear it because they'll say, well, you don't understand. You know, they hurt my family. They did. We get all of that because every, not going to say everybody, because I don't want to put everybody in a, in a certain category, but many experience a variety of different types of pain. And when we start talking about um, emotional maturity and regulating our feelings and our emotions, we have to be mindful of things of that nature because when we're talking about anger, anger, anger can be used to motivate, 
Anger can be used to also get you in trouble. You know, there's things that people can do when they are in pain or someone has wronged you or did something to your family. You know, we got mothers whose kids have been murdered. We got um, individuals, like you said, that have lost their jobs. We got people wanting to seek revenge or vengeance against the government and politicians. You know, it's so much hate going on in the world today. So it's really getting out of control, totally out of control. And even when we start talking about wars and, you know, so we got to always say when you know better, you do better. But we do have to do better with processing our feelings and our emotions. And like you guys were saying earlier, let God be God. And, you know, Jeanette, I was, we were talking earlier. I was like, when you get in a situation, you examine yourself, mm-hmm. you know, stop, examine yourself, examine your emotions. Why? How is this affecting me? Why is this affecting me? You know, tell God to show you you. When you ask God to show me, I this is me. Show me myself, Lord. Why am I feeling this way about this certain topic or this certain person or this situation, whatever it is? And right there, that takes some time right there. <laughs> By the time God finished showing you yourself, you don't forgot about the incident or whatever happened <laughs> or it's been resolved you know, without your input. And sometimes uh, we lift ourselves up so high, we think it ain't going to get resolved unless I say something, you know, unless oh, girl, my We want to take medicine it. to our own hands. I want to read something in yes. regards to Leviticus 19, 18, and it talks about, do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbors uh-huh. as yourself. I am the Lord. Ooh. Now, we uh-huh. talked about earlier how, when we're looking at individuals, they're people too. They're human too. They're going through some things. You know, I remember when I got the call from my auntie years ago about one of my cousins who was gunned down by the police here in Compton, and he was um, um, developmentally delayed, and he was deaf. He couldn't even speak. And I guess they were giving him a command. He couldn't hear him, and they tried to say that he had robbed or broken to somebody's home, and he was just walking down the street trying to get home. You know, so there's so many individuals that have experienced things of that nature, but then yet I got a grandson who's 40 years old talking about, I want to be a police officer. You know, and we're not discouraging him, but he says that because, you know, from being around his mom and the work that she do, he's seeing these things. And, you know, you want to see the positive in it, but we know, like you said, there are bad people that have, that abuse their power, that have positions and jobs that maybe. They shouldn't have. And the the problem with that is there are people that allow them to do that. There are people that Uh don't do anything about it, and that's where we need to do better, and we need to say something and find other ways of fighting, even if it's writing letters or whatever the case may be. It doesn't mean we have to Uh tolerate that. Exactly, and I believe that, too, that um, people in power in certain positions, you know, like the police, some of the examples um, that's out in the, the news, there's lots of examples of what's been going on with all races. But, and in most cases, when it's happening to the African American men, they mm-hmm. always tend to, they tend to want to search their record mm-hmm. and say, oh, in their past, they were this way. Well, you know, I believe they need to start checking more of the officers' records. And when Uh they do, they find that these officers, 
have already been disciplined as well a number of times. They have a history of abuse or not following protocol. Correct. And it's not... And it's not the entire police department. It's a few bad apples. And you mentioned something earlier, Jeanette, about, you know, if you had a bad encounter with one Asian person, you don't dislike all Asians. That was Mm -hmm. that one character, that one individual. Correct. that, um, Correct. That caused the problem. But as it is in this world, a whole entire race, gets blamed for certain things and uh, that stereotypical stuff is always on them for mm-hmm. every race. It's not just African American. Every race has something that oh, only African Americans eat chicken. Oh, oh only Caucasian people mm-hmm. or skydive or ski and only only Hispanics eat beans and you know only Asians Correct. drink you know I had some I had a friend of mine we we're, we're good friends and he said um why do African Americans always drive Mercedes I said they do he's talking because uh-huh. I had a Mercedes I said I, I never heard that I said that's like uh-huh. me saying why do all Asians drive Toyotas you know we were able to laugh it off but that's how this world is that's how this world is you feel like going to California well, we just want to uh, make sure that that we as Christians be mindful and, and know that um, we are trusting God to handle uh-huh. everything. And you know what? And you know what? And that is interesting because a lot of that is based on ignorance. A lot of times we have people that instigate. Absolutely. A lot of times we have individuals that put stuff in people's ear and they hype them up. And then when other people get in trouble trying to seek revenge, because if you got a friend and something's going on, the first thing your friend said, girl, if I was you, I would do this or I would do that. And then as soon as you get in trouble or you you on the news or you on Facebook, they like, girl, I don't know why she did that. You know, because you, <laughs> girl, you shouldn't have did that. You shouldn't have did that. Why did she do that? She didn't have to do it like you that. You know, earlier, Janelle, we said that, too. We was like, who's the first one that asked for falling on their knees? Please, the villain in the movie. He's the Thank one that's you. killing left Thank and right. You. And you causing know you havoc. ain't got no business doing that. Now, I want right. to be. And then when he get caught, he the first one saying, please, please spare me. <laughs> Thank you. You know, like I said, here it is, people on the news going around doing drive-bys, doing all that, and as soon as they get caught and they got to do football numbers, they call their own God, their mama, their daddy. Yeah. Please. You done sit up there and got yourself caught up. Now, with First Peter 3, 9, it says, do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessings. Because to this, you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. And sometimes individuals don't understand why you're not mad, why you're not upset. We were talking earlier, Joanne, and I was telling you about, you know, where I lived in my other house, and those side, and my neighbors poisoned my dog. And it took my yes. son to tell me, Mom, you really changed. Mom, you, you know, all kind of stuff was running through my mind when I went outside and saw them two dead dogs on the side of my house, and I knew that my neighbor had poisoned my dog. But I watched that man go through some stuff. I watched him go through sickness. Girl, that man one time, he looked like he was almost dead. He looked so bad. But that man knew he was wrong 
for throwing poison over on my side of the fence to kill my dog. And he did it on purpose. Now, I don't live in that house no more. Thank God I had to get up out of there because uh, I don't know how long my patients would go take me. But by that same token, if I would have retaliated, I would have looked like the villain. I would have looked like the bad person. And even when I called the police, the police go say, well, he's a dog lover, and he said he loved animals. No, he didn't, and plus he was connected to law enforcement. So he thought he had a way out. But for me to try to avenge or seek vengeance, that wasn't for me to do. Because God knows that he killed some animals. He knows. Now, well, even with all wanted to, we thought of, you talked about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's the thing, you let God handle it. Girl, honey, I let God handle it. I ain't going to jail behind that man. One of the things, and also me. with Matthew 5, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Even though, like Maria said, Lord, sometimes that can be real hard. It don't mean you got to be in your enemy's face every day. But you know what? Sometimes if I know who the enemy is, I'm cool with that. I don't like it when I don't know who it is that's out to get me. But the thing is, when we start talking about vengeance, we need to be careful and we need to be mindful and we need to educate individuals about that. And sometimes we have to teach individuals how to regulate their emotions by teaching them emotional maturity, by teaching them, I understand you hurt. I understand you scared. I understand. I, I get it. But don't go out there and do something because there's going to be consequences for your behavior, whether it's, po- it's good or bad. There's going to be consequences. There's always consequences. Yes. Consequences for your actions. Mm-hmm. Now, if anyone want to call into the show, you see I had to change the time on all of that stuff, Joanne. I don't know what was happening. Even when I had to do the um, the writing up for the show, I had to change the date thing on the bottom as I um, in order to get it to work because it was like something was like, Jeanette, you ain't going to put this out here. And I'm like, the devil is a liar. This show going to get out there. No matter what. I was so frustrated. But by that same token, I'm glad that we were able to get it done. I'm glad that we're able to share with individuals because when we start talking about vengeance and we know that everybody has either gone through something, will go through something, or have been through something. And a lot of times we want to try to make it, I don't want to say make it right, but we want individuals to feel our pain. I tell individuals, even as a therapist, pinch yourself. When you pinch yourself, don't nobody feel that but you. You know, so when you're out there trying to hurt other people, and there is a saying that hurt people hurt other people. And we talked about That's Romans a little bit, but I want to read in regards to Romans twelve seventeen. It says, do not repay anyone for evil. Do not, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. Meaning, if we want to do something or we feel that someone has wronged someone or wronged a group of individuals, we want to do what's right in the eyes of everyone. A lot of times individuals are so quick to take sides. You know, they're so quick to to, um, cause division and strife. Joanne, what do you think about just that chapter right there in regards to that verse, rather, do not repay anyone evil for evil and be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. Again, you know, I just think that do not, you want to 
when God said treat people how how treat people how you want to be treated, treat your mm-hmm. neighbor how you want to be treated. Well, some people don't love themselves. That's true. You know, so <laughs> that's true. So they treat you how you how right. They treat themselves exactly, and that's that right there alone. We're talking about mental health and mental stability. You know. Somebody, and, and a guy says, I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, a man will love his wife or his family or friends or whoever how he loves himself. You can tell a man how he treats his kids, his wife, if, how much he cares for himself. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And it goes back know, to what I was talking about earlier in regards to hurt people hurting people. Sometimes people don't know mm-hmm. any better. So a lot of times we were talking right. about earlier evildoers and individuals that go out and just purposely hurt people, whether it's we were talking about whether it's, you know, an, a boss at work or whether it's a, a police officer that is abusing their authority or someone in politics abusing their authority, whether it's a child molester. So a lot of times we don't, you know, we, we want to label any individuals, but we have to be careful with that. That's right. Um, everybody just jumps out of the car. But, yes, yeah, so true, so true. And I just go by what I practice, and I'm I'm 53. It's, well, it's messing 52. up again. It's kind of well, scrambled a little bit in regards to It wasn't clear in regards to what you just said. I, I was saying I can just only judge by myself. And I'm 53, and it took all it took all these years to learn a little something, you know, because you live and learn. Mhm. So, <laughs> okay. So I'm trying to go on to Facebook to see if anybody posted anything, and um, I'm getting text messages. Okay, let me see. What's a good question? Tony has a question in regards to vengeance. <laughs> Tony trying not to tell Tammy. Tony trying not to join us. I guess he kind of got burnt out with us. So when we talk about you got burnt out. You stopped calling in on the show. Whatever. Okay, so when we start talking about vengeance, okay, I have mm-hmm. one. How do I heal from the hurt caused by my best friend? Now, a lot of times, Joanne, even with friends, you've got one friend wanting to see vengeance against another friend. I want to say it all, it all, first of all, it depends on what the person did. How did they hurt you? You know, because sometimes you got people telling your business and you want to seek revenge or you want to hurt them. Sometimes you got individuals messing with other people's or covenant their spouses. So what would you say in regards to a person that felt betrayed or hurt by a friend and how do you heal from that type of hurt without seeking vengeance? You do a swift tell-off. Well, you know, if that's your best friend, they will understand your tell-off. Uh-huh. <laughs> she said, if it's your best friend, she say the other if thing? What you say? Your fell-off meeting? Sometimes I she said, if it's your best friend, you get alone. She said, if it's your best friend, they will know you and and you tell them off. They'll understand why you're telling them off. And I agree. If it's your best friend, you sit mm-hmm. down and you have a talk with them. You sit mm-hmm. down, you have a talk with them, and you got to tell them what they did and how it affected you. But some people do things and they don't realize how it affected you. 
Correct. Even if they if your best friend and I know you, I know you, girl. You know. And and uh, Laguardia is saying some people are just so thick and you know they just do true. things purposely. And they don't have no life, so they have to be in everybody else's life. They they all in your business. They all in your life because they don't have anything going on in their life. So. And then you don't have to be in nobody else's business. Well, I'm going to say it depends on what the person did because I might not be able to sit down with someone that's supposed to be my friend if I know that they betrayed me or I, I don't know. Some individuals, I might just leave them alone. I'm, I distance myself because sometimes uh-huh. they may already know. And the friendship might not they even want be able to be restored. So, like I said, there's sometimes people when they just you you got to draw the line because some individuals, everybody's not your friend. So I want to say that because a lot of times, I mean, I've known people that have hurt people drastically, and I, I'll I'll use I'll say in regards to uh, Joanne and I were talking about the situation with my father's murder. One of this guy's uh-huh. defense when he was fighting his trial. He said, I didn't kill him. And they said, why? He said, because he was my friend. But he was the only one in the house with a gun that shot him. So you shot and killed your friend? So, you know, sometimes people don't even know how to be friendly. So you got to look at and pay attention to who you are close to because people can only hurt you when they know you. But when we're talking about even with vengeance, whether it's the hurt of a friend or the, the hurt of a community or being disappointed by someone, and we start talking about seeking vengeance, it's like nobody's going to feel your pain. And even though you're trying to get them to suffer, sometimes they may already be suffering. I mean, I've had friends and I've known people that were so toe up to where even if I just beat them up, whatever, it ain't going to make no difference. So I'll just have to leave you alone for you mess trying to get me in trouble. When we're talking about you know, forgiveness, because part of vengeance and understanding vengeance, we have to understand forgiveness and the act of forgiveness. And forgiveness is a choice. You know, you don't have to go out there and just react to everything. But, Joanne, let's talk about forgiveness a little bit. How do you, how do you get through some of these things? Because God can heal. God can um, soften your heart and help you get through some things, even though a lot of individuals may not believe it. But, Joanne, what do you want to say, tell the listeners in regards to that, how to get through this? You know, Jeanette, I think this ties into what you were just saying, and I'm just going to paraphrase, but be careful who you let in your circle. Mm-hmm. Because if you're careful about that, then that cuts down a lot of the having to forgive so much. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Keep yourself in a place in your life with I know who I'm letting in my small little circle, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. it takes time. Practice makes perfect. That's what I always say to myself. I used to didn't know how to ask for forgiveness or, you know, it's hard for the flesh. You don't want to say, forgive me. That wasn't my intent. I didn't mean to do that. That's hard to say, and I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but the more you do it, that's what I used to tell my daughter, practice it. She'd be like, Mom, she'll cry. What's crying for? I had her to own or take accountability for her actions, what she did. What are you apologizing for? So mm-hmm. if you do that and you practice living, you know, accordingly, you'll uh-huh. find that you're 
you're not having to say sorry so much because you're slow to speak, you're slow to anger, you're slow to respond, you know, to certain things. A lot of people do stuff, and you don't have to respond to it. Uh-huh. You don't have to respond. Well, like they say, some people apologize because they just got caught. When somebody keeps doing the same thing, I'm not going to keep forgiving you for the same thing. That's true. I'm not going to keep on allowing you to put my name. Now, sometimes I might have to hit you with a couple of scriptures to get your mind right so you can cut your mess out. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes Uh I might have to get straight confident with you and, you know, be ready Mm -hmm. to bring you up. Because some people, just like children, some children you can say, hey, you know, sit down and calm down. Some children say, you know, sit down for I beat you. And, you know, sometimes you got to talk to people different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to keep consistently forgiving, and that's when you have to know when for yourself that you're not going to deal with that person anymore. If you say you're not going to deal with them and you keep dealing with them, then you have no reason to be upset because you choose to deal with them on your own free will mm-hmm. and your own volition. That's true. That is true. Okay. Well, we reached the time for the show. Ladies, I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio as today's topic was vengeance. And remember, God says vengeance is mine. So it doesn't mean we have to react to everything that people do, especially if it's going to get us in trouble. Even if we feel it, we need to think before we react. And then we will probably have a totally different response. You know, I always say when people know better, they do better, but we need to be in touch with our own biases, and we also need to trust God. He may not come when we want him. He may not punish them the way we want him punished, but the bottom line is you don't want it on your, you don't want that blood on your hands because now you go be held accountable for what you do do and how you feel and think about things. So until next week, remember, you got this. And thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, Joanne. Appreciate you. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. You know what time.